Hi, welcome to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm Deb Miner. You're, you're I'm just... Still, I'm still Deb Miner. Still Deb Miner, that's what I, I thought. I say that. Deb, we have a very special guest with us today. We do, yes. Who is it? So, <laughs> you always throw me under the bus, don't you? Um, with us today is the uh, new director of the library, uh, Stephanie Murphy, is with us today. Um, yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I'm getting all like hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also had the microphone right in your face. Yes, I do. It's very intimidating. So we always start with a check-in and we'll start with Deb. Um, <laughs> uh, what are you reading, watching, doing? Um, I just started reading The Overground um, Railroad by Candace E. Taylor, um, which is a nonfiction book, and she is joining us, I think, February 20th. Um, but it's basically about a travel guide that was published between 1936, and I think the last one was 1966. Um, but it was for um, African-American travelers. It was called the Green Book, if I didn't say that already. But it listed all of the safe places to stay while traveling. Um, this was during a time of segregation, and so it was difficult for people of color to travel across the country without being um, harassed. Um, so it's really good. Um, I've enjoyed it so far. And then I've been watching um, on Netflix the series um, Ginny and Georgia, which is really good. It's a mother and daughter. It's about a mother and daughter. And I've never heard of it. Oh, it's well worth watching. You said Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Huh. It's. I'm watching the second season now. I just. I. I've been binging it. So. Um, it's very good. For things is it, of is euphoria it? Oh, and things like that. Oh, okay. It's, it's really interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of teen angst, but there's also it's about the relationship between the mother and the daughter. The mother, the main character, ran away when she was 15, got pregnant, had Ginny, um, and so it kind of goes back to present and her past. Is it as heavy as Euphoria? Quite, but they do deal with a lot of serious issues. So, but it's it's very interesting. So that's what I've been watching. Very that's, nice. That's it. Stephanie, what have you been reading, watching, I'm doing? I'm actually also reading The Overground Railroad. Okay. Um, I'm on the last chapter. I just started. Oh, that. okay. So, so I I'm, just started. I'm it, a little so. further along, but fascinating book. Yeah. I think it's so easy to think of segregation uh, as something that happened in the South right? when that is not actually the case at all. So I'm learning a lot. Yeah. And there is a little shout out to Studebaker in there too. Oh. You'll okay. get there. You'll right. get there. Cool. So there's a, the little local co connection yeah. for the overgrown. Well, yeah, because I was kind of curious when I was reading like some of it like went state by state and it listed some of the safe places indiana was not one of the states that was listed so i thought that was kind of interesting indiana had a big clan presence yes, at one they, time like they when did. The, at the resurgence after 
the yeah. Civil War. Yeah, because it wasn't so it's not surprising. Yeah. So it's it's not the most fun book to read. No, I'll say it, that. But it, it, but is, it is a really good book. Deb yeah. likes depressing books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm mm-hmm. going to go the other way here. Um, I'm a big podcast fan. I like to listen to podcasts. Um, one of my favorites is How I Built This, which is typically an interview with an entrepreneur or a founder. They've had everyone from large companies like Google um, to really tiny, small startups. Uh, last week, I was listening to their interview with John Green and his brother, Hank. Hank, right. Yes. And I didn't realize, because I'm not a YouTube watcher, which uh-huh. I'm going to belie myself in my next thing that I'm doing, but um, they have the Vlog Brothers. Yeah. So they talk about how they started that, how they've got a business that they've um, come out of that. That's so, cool. I mean... I love a John Green book, so yeah. I was excited to see that yeah. there. And a very, um, I mean, they run a for-profit business, but the goal of the for-profit business is to help their communities. So yeah. awesome. very much aligned with libraries. Yeah, cool. So, and then I'm watching, see, I said I'm not a YouTube watcher, but here I'm going <laughs> to tell you, <laughs> if you haven't seen Taskmaster on YouTube, it's a British uh, show is it a game show? I would call it a game show. Game show, okay. With comedians as the participants, and then the taskmaster gives them the most ridiculous tasks that they have to accomplish. So one last night was um, they had to move a feather from one room into the tub in the other room, working as a team without talking to each other and without... Um, the feather touching any surface for more than five seconds. Oh, wow. So, and it's just hysterical. Wow. wow. It's so funny. That makes me nervous. And then, just depending on what it is, sometimes there's a really obvious clue or assist in the room uh-huh. that the participants don't know about okay. until it's all over. Right. Uh, or the audience might see right, it, right? Right, right. So, yeah, it sounds really interesting. So we're not going depressing. We're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like for that. a good time here. Yeah, that's good. Perfect. And you? Well, Alex. so I'll start with what I'm watching. That's not depressing. I just finished my marathon of step by step, and I'm moving right down the TGIF uh, lineup, and I am partway through Full House. Wow. The original series. Yeah. So you're going in the wayback machine. Yeah. So yes, I've done yes. Family Matters. I've done Blossom. Step by step, and now uh, Full House. Yeah, wow. I'm on season three already. That's amazing. Since the last time I saw you. Um, <laughs> uh, and I am almost done with uh, Spare by Prince Harry. Oh, that's right. That's what I forgot that you were. Oh, you're reading that reading one? That. Are you yes. listening to it? I'm listening okay, to it, so yeah. It's, okay, he's it's, the narrator. Oh, yeah. he narrated it. Okay. Yeah. And there are... Is it the dish? Is it the scoop? Is it the tea? Yes, it is the tea. And they're, listening to it gives you another layer because that, like you can hear like the tone of his voice and the way he phrases things like adds a lot to it. And his very British royal accent. Yeah. At one and a half times speed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, though. Uh, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. So I'm to the part where he's with... Uh, Megan Markle, okay. uh, 
and the paparazzi are harassing them, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. not getting any assistance from his family. So okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's a little bit more in the depressing side than Full House. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's balancing it out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, let's... Can I just tell you one other really good read? Oh, yes, of course you can. Um, but there are trigger warnings associated with this book. It's Jeanette McCready's book, I'm Glad My uh, Mother Died. Yes. Is that exactly? It is. I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yes. Which I listened to as an audiobook. Also, yes. the author read that one. Mm-hmm. And for those people who were uh, iCarly fans, I, I'm too old for iCarly, but my kids were not my too kids. Too. Old for mm-hmm. iCarly. I had no idea who she was. Until oh yeah, my, I read the book. My youngest daughter watched iCarly, so yeah, I'm just familiar with it. But there, yeah, just a really interesting look at how normal yeah. abuse can seem to kids, right? Because they, it's the only thing it's they the know. Only thing they know. The, yeah. Yes, and the way it unfolds in that she's like, it seems to me that she like went back at the beginning and. Let's you go on that journey of discovery yeah. with her, kind yes. of. Yes, yes, because really my mom's well my best done. friend. That's yes. how it starts. Exactly. And then you just see how that gets twisted over time. But you're right about trigger warnings. There's definitely a lot. Yes. A lot in there. So if you have yeah. abuse in your past, maybe yeah. pass on it. Yeah. But if you want to understand abuse, it would be a good one. Yeah. I thought it was well written. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She did a great really, job. Really good. She does yeah. it as a show. I guess it started as a sh- show, like a one-woman show. Oh, okay. I, wow. I think the most interesting thing is she never wanted to be an actress in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it consumed no. so much of her early life. Yeah. Back Boy. to depressing. No, there we go. There you go. It was very interesting, though, man. It was very interesting. Yeah. All yeah. right. So... We wanted to ask you just a little bit about yourself in the library. Uh, what led you to working in libraries? How did you end up being a librarian? Sure. I love this question because I think that what is true for me is true for most people. Like you can be a lifetime, lifelong library user, a book fanatic, and just never consider librarianship as a career. Like you just don't, it doesn't cross your mind. Mm -hmm. So that was me. And I didn't start working in libraries until my youngest was, after my youngest was born. So I was in my late thirties. And I started part-time working in circulation just to earn a little extra money, Mm -hmm. right? And then realized that I loved Libraries, like the work that they do is so amazing and important. Um, I was working in a children's department, so it didn't take me very long to become, to decide I wanted to go full time. I was a youth librarian, um, branch manager, and just, um, I mean, from the most basic stuff of, I didn't know you could place a hold. Mm -hmm. That, which for those of you who don't know, you can just go on our website. Right. Hit the request button and we'll pull the book for you. You can just pop in and grab it. I know that. And I have used libraries for my whole life um, to the work that we do in communities and doing classroom visits and um, providing opportunities for people to apply for jobs and 
all of the things that we do, I just started, I just couldn't stop mm -hmm. <laughs> once I started in the library. So that's why I'm here. Awesome. That's just the beginning. Awesome. And what led you to our library to St. Joe County, your library sure. too, St. Joe our County library. Public Library. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, for the, the previous five years, I was the director at New Carlisle Olive Township Public Library. And we did a renovation there. We built a um, an exploration garden. We planted native plants. We did all of these things that, that I think are just pieces of what libraries are in communities. Mm -hmm. And I love that the work that we do can be so permanent and long lasting in a community you build. So the exploration garden was a place where kids could come. We had a painting wall, we had a mm -hmm. mud kitchen, we had a log they could climb on. And as soon as we built it, people started using it. And those are things that are generational, like that stuff lasts. Mm -hmm. And that's the sort of thing that gets me excited. And so St. Joe County Public Library was the opportunity for me to do the same kind of work that I loved, but on a larger scale. So I'm thrilled to be here and, and looking forward to all of, I mean, we've done some cool stuff already, mm -hmm. just more cool stuff to come. Yeah. Awesome. Candace C. Taylor's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I visited that library. It's beautiful. I love the porch and the, I can't just, take full credit because the porch was there when I got there. Uh, we did an interior remodel and then added some of the gardens and such native plants outside with nice. some uh, informational signs like why are native plants important, mm -hmm. birds, bees, bugs, all that stuff. I, I went in the winter, so. Yeah, uh, so you oh, so you didn't get to no, see all I, that. But. Yeah. Um, do you have any like special library memories? Yes, so I knew you were gonna ask me this, so I actually brought a picture for you guys to see. But when mm -hmm. I was a youth librarian, and this is in my very early days, I had been doing a story time and we were having more and more families with babies coming in. And so I started a baby story time. Uh -huh. And my very first baby story time, I had two moms and two babies. And it grew quite a bit from there. I mean, we, we just had a large group of people coming in, but that first mom and that first baby, those first two, those two little babies are still friends oh, today. Wow, that's and pretty cool. I was gonna show you a picture, can I find it? What was the first library system that you worked in? I worked in LaPorte County Public oh, LaPorte, Library. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be screenshots. I'm. You know, I just have untapped on all the things you can do with your phone, right? Mm -hmm. So those are my first two baby story time oh, babies. Awesome. So I'm uh, Instagram friends with one wow. of the moms. And so I've just seen them over the that's years cool. just remain friends. And I just think that's so much of what libraries are. We bring people it together. Is, do, they yeah. make those connections and, and build relationships. Mm -hmm. and. Um, actually, another favorite story is the one year that we lived in South Bend when my babies were little, my two oldest. So we're going way back because they're 26 and 27 now. Mm -hmm. We would come to story time 
here at oh, St. Joe okay. County Public Library. I don't remember what which branch. It wasn't the downtown location. Okay. And that is the first place I heard Jim Gill. Oh, okay, sure. Silly Dance Contest. Yeah. Became a legend in our family and wow. in our life. And I know we still bring Jim Gill back here mm -hmm. regularly. He'll be back again this summer. Mm -hmm. So that's another favorite library story from before I was a librarian. That's awesome. Deb, do you have a library story you want to share? <laughs> no, we were, I was just talking to somebody, another uh, colleague this morning about how, you know, we've, we've kind of grown up with some of these people because I've been here for a while and I also started in children's, but I have, you know, adults come back who were in my story time and still remember me but then they bring their families in it's, it's so cool i, I mean, was I, talking about a different library story yeah. from when you were little oh alex is trying to lead you into a story <laughs> libraries were scary when i was little they weren't the same as they are now. when you skipped school oh god oh okay so when i was in first grade i went to a very small school system and so the elementary school was right here, and then the high school was like the building right behind us. So I was supposed to take another student with me to go to the to go to the library in the other building, which was still kind of a strange thing because we're first graders, right? And you know, so anyway, I started walking downtown because I knew where the public library was downtown. And so the principal came driving but in his car. But knowing that wasn't where you were supposed to go. <laughs> no, I kind of did know that I wasn't supposed to go there, but she said, go to the library. And so I did. So you did an Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> I did. <laughs> with, with, with another student. Another student. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we so were walking kidnapped. down the sidewalk. But, you know, it's, we went right past the principal's office because his office was right, you know, looking outside and... That reminds me of when we got trapped in the staircase here <laughs> when it was still under construction. Yes, yes. Deb and I were once trapped in a staircase mm -hmm. with oh, uh, no. someone yeah. that used to work here, a uh, friend yeah. of ours, and uh, we were trying to call for help. We had to call the call center. And they, I can see you made your way out. Yes. Thank goodness yes, we did. Yes. Make our we way were out. laughing we're very hard. Or we would have ghosts here in the library. Yeah. It, it, yes, more ghosts. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite book that maybe changed your life or that you think of as like the book, like your book? Wow, that is such a question for somebody who has always had a book. In like, no, I don't have a book. Uh, there's too many. There's too many good ones. Um, I will say I'm a lifelong mystery mm -hmm. fangirl, like all the way back to um, Nancy Drew, mm -hmm. to Agatha Christie. I love Louise Penny right now. Um, all the murder mystery shows, you name it, I've probably seen it. Um, but I, see, I'm the worst librarian because I have a hard time remember title, remembering titles and authors or even plot lines. This is why my husband loves me because I don't remember his <laughs> jokes <laughs> until, he gets half, until he gets halfway through and I'm like, or his stories until he gets halfway through it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. 
Same thing with books. I remember how they make me feel. Yes. And whether I liked them or not, but I couldn't um, tell you always the plot yeah. or what it was that I liked about it. So, but I'm a good librarian because I know how to look it up. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. do that. Well, and I mean, you can read a book again and again. Right. I, but I don't. I try to never reread. There's too many options out there. Do, have you ever like picked up a book and like started reading it and yes. realized? Yes. yes, for sure. And then I set it aside. But I'm almost always a book finisher. And I've had a rough couple months because there's a couple books I've started that I've been like, mm, no, tossed them aside. I never get far enough in. Like, if I will know right away if I'm not going to like mm-hmm. it. That's why all my reviews on Goodreads are fives because. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you don't have any books where you thought, I'll give it a little more time, and then it changed your mind? Because that happens sometimes. So there, there's one that was so upsetting to me. It gave me nightmares. It was called um, Yes, Daddy. And it is also a trigger warning abuse book. Um, that the cover and description did not reflect what was inside the book. And I kept thinking, okay, it's going to, things are going to turn around for this guy. It's going to get better. And it just kept getting worse. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So that is on your do not recommend list. Did you finish it? I I did. And, uh, yeah, and it it gave me nightmares. And, Mm. Like, I had trouble sleeping just from being so upset about it. Yeah. I can wow. tell you the book that surprised me as a mur- longtime murder mystery fan, suspense, thriller, whatever. Gone Girl. Oh. I didn't see that one coming as one who can usually figure things out. Did you see that coming? I. I love that book. I love I'm that book. I'm embarrassed to say I've because it was one of the yeah. Read I mean, it or oh, seen it. I loved it. I, I read it. I mean the movie. The movie. The movie. I, I usually yeah. figure no, stuff I did not out. see any of that coming, honestly. But it was it was probably one of the best in that. I don't know because then there were a lot of like copycat books that came out afterwards mm-hmm. that were not quite as good. I mean, I think she did a really good job in writing that, and there was a lot of like weird twists and turns in it. Have you seen the Knives Out movies? The first one, hilarious. Yes. So uh, good. I like, I think I like the second one better, but the first one I had figured out, like, early into it. The second one, I had no idea, because it's so not a traditional mm-hmm. m- mystery. You didn't have it. Oh. No. I'll have to really watch good. the second the one. The first yeah. one, there were two big clues that I thought, okay, both of these things are going to happen, and they did. The second one... I just kept thinking, like, what could possibly happen next? Mm. Do you like movie adaptations? It depends. Um, Best one? Rosemary's Baby. Hmm. It's the only one that I would say, watch the movie or read the book. You don't need to do both. The dialogue is almost line for line. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would, In fact, I would even say watch the movie and don't read the book. It's huh. the only one. I have only two that I like. One is The Help, one of the best mm-hmm. movie adaptations ever. And I just watched Otto a few weeks ago with Tom Hanks. 
Now, Deb, your face is telling me you don't agree. Only because I saw the the Danish version. Oh, of I it, have not seen that. And I don't know if I can watch it because the same. Oh, what was the um, series? The millennial series. The um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, a stig. Yeah. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites, but it was the original version, not the American version is so... Way to be a hipster. No, I'm just (laughs) saying that that was one that I thought was really good, but it was... The movie was not nearly as dark as the book, because of course it's Scandinavian fiction. Frederick Bachman's books are pretty dark. I don't know if I can watch Tom Hanks anymore after Elvis. Oh, I don't know if I can take yeah. him seriously. I didn't see that. So. Oh, yeah. It is a great movie. But what he did you is think awful. about it? I thought it was really, really good. Went with a couple of other people. Everybody cried. Mm. They did a good job of handling. Like It's a very serious topic. It is topic a very serious topic. And yeah. really made it not too dark yeah. to watch in the movie theater. Okay. But kept like that... Just the joy of the book. Mm-hmm. What about adaptations that are so different from the source material that, like, it only vaguely resembles it? Like, Do you enjoy um, that? Al- the Alex Ryder movie. Do you remember when that came out? No, I was what, thinking what was like the, the Wizard of Oz. I'm to think or I uh, well, see, I saw so much of the Wizard of Oz before I ever. Most people, Did I even read the book? I don't know if I've ever read it. Most people know it as a movie yeah. and not a book. Right. Um, but, but the like, Alex, the first Alex Ryder movie we were so excited about because we... No, it's not Alex Ryder. Which one was it? Let me think for a minute. Talk amongst yourselves. Maybe it'll come to me. I think, like, Fire Island is a good adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. But it's very different. But it's very different, but the, yeah. the structure of it There's is... There's so many adaptations of Pride, oh, and, Pride and Prejudice. Prejudice. Yes, there are. Or like Clueless is an adaptation mm-hmm. of right. Emma. Right. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies. Clueless? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. It is I good. think line for line, it is brilliant. <laughs> uh, if you watch it with the subtitles on, you catch all sorts of stuff in there. Mm. Um, okay, so... Are you still thinking? <laughs> it, it'll come to me as soon as we finish no, and I won't. walk out the door. It was a kid's book uh-huh. that I kept saying to my son, is, is this in there? No. Is this in uh, okay. no. What was it called? I'm trying to remember which Al- one. There was, an Alex the there was an Alex Ryder series. one, but now I'm thinking it wasn't that. It was one that we were very excited for the movie. And he was a teenager at the, like, middle school, maybe. Was it Alex Strangelove? Mm-mm. I might be a completely wrong genre. It might have been. Hmm. I'm just trying to think what else would have. Like at the same time period as Aragon. Right. And right. Huh. That's so okay. We don't was have that to. How to Train Your Dragon? It wasn't that one. Nope. Hmm. I thought Aragon was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't that one. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I should actually have the right thing in my head before I open my mouth. <laughs> it happens to us all the time. It, it does. Um, yeah. Where do you see libraries in five to ten years? Like, what's the future of libraries? So this is a really interesting question that I get sometimes. And I think I was in Chicago over the weekend and we went to the Chicago Cultural Center. Have you been there? Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. The original yes. public library in the city of Chicago. 
which they called the Palace of the People. We actually did the audio walking tour okay. this time, which I haven't done it's before. A beautiful building. Beautiful building. Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea of that and of libraries is to be this place for the people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always going to be true for libraries. We're always going to be a gathering place for people. We're always going to have buildings and space, and we're going to always have a staff that cares about the people who walk in the door and helps provide them with the services they need. I think we'll also always have a print book collection. Like, I think we're probably 50 to 100 years away from getting rid of... There's something about the paper books that people just love. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the same is going to be true for DVDs, audiobooks on CD. That stuff is... That won't be here in five to have, ten years. It doesn't have the quality like you have with a book, a physical book, or with like vinyl. Like the benefit of vinyl, like vinyl came back, is because it's better sound quality. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that with a DVD. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. technology. So technology mm-hmm. comes and goes, whereas print books have been around for hundreds of years. I I. And my opinion, I don't think they're going away, even though we do have a large selection, a large circulation of our digital collections. Some people really like to read that way. I do most of my reading on my iPad or audiobook, but I still, when I go on vacation, I really do like a print book still. And I think that's going to be true. So we'll always have books, we'll always have space, we'll always be here for people. I don't, we're not going anywhere. What about you? What do you think? I think that eventually books will go away and then come back. Like I vinyl? Think yes. Mm. I think they're going to do like vinyl. Like they're going to go down. Libraries will get rid of tons of books. They'll have tiny collections. And then it'll be like, oh, we need to do this again. What will be in the place of the collections? Collections take up a lot of our space just uh, other spaces other spaces other spaces mm. uh, our holodeck yeah yes <laughs> yes some sort of technology that isn't here um and then books will come back as as like the OG yeah of reading yeah and then it'll be the cool thing to look I've got a physical got book, a book yeah. but that might be more than that's way more than five to ten yeah years. you're talking hundred years I guess right? I just see them be expanding as being more of a you know like a third place a place of gathering and stuff like that I guess that's what I see especially post COVID yeah or I mean, not post COVID but post I feel like we are always going to be that like meeting place that safe place for people to come it's our um, mission, right? We yeah, make, we I mean, make I connections. Think that's what it kind of is all about. Despite what we have or don't have is material or things like that, but I, I still feel like we will be there as a space. I also think that physical media, like movies, will make some sort of comeback. Whether libraries carry it or not, I, I don't know, but I think that there's eventually going to be pushback against stuff being only available to stream because it can go away Mm -hmm. at any time and and has people have bought like a version of a movie that's like an extended cut and then one day they go to watch it and it's no longer the extended cut that they paid for oh even my um 
iTunes songs, you know, now it's Apple Music. Yeah. And so I, I do still have them, but it's just a different, it's just different. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, because you don't own the cloud stuff as in mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. So It's not in your house for you. Yeah. You're dependent on Apple or Amazon or whoever. Yeah. True. Um, and my last question for you is going into 2023, what is your biggest goal for the library this year? My biggest goal for the library, and I think this is probably true for lots of leaders who have multiple locations that have come through COVID, right? So COVID has really separated us. Mm-hmm. And in an organization, we have 10 buildings. And so we have really strong teams at our different locations. But because we were forced to isolate from each other, that, and because we have a lot of new staff, um, <clears throat> that I really want us to see ourselves as one team across all of our locations. Um, that's one of my big goals. Another one of my big goals is to really look at the equity and diversity inclusion piece of what we do and make sure that it's more than just training opportunities that we're doing mm-hmm. for staff, but that we're doing concrete things that we can point to and say, not only do we say equity and inclusion is one of our core values, but here's what we're doing that supports the fact that it's one of our core values. So I would say those are two of my big, big things. Deb, do you have any other questions? <laughs> ask me anything. Can't promise I'll answer, but you could ask me anything. <laughs> I do not. Now's your chance. Spotlight's think, on you. <laughs> no, I think we covered everything. Because I think I added that last question. Was the one question I did have was about what your goals were for 2023. Sustainability is another big yeah. one. We're putting solar panels on TUT. And I think it's scheduled for March. Mm, cool. Um, and we'll continue to look for opportunities to do sustainable projects. Wonderful. That's awesome, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, you can email us, library, or sorry, podcast at sjcpl.org. And we checked. It is working now. Uh Thank you for yeah, thank you being our guest today. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, for the library. The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration.